It's time for The Bright Side, a coaching radio show for changemakers, the organizations and positive leaders creating positive change in the world. The Bright Side is sponsored by P-Link Leadership. At P-Link Leadership, we have one big goal, to accelerate positive change. It's all based on fusing the sciences of human nature with the discipline of leadership to transform the world at work, or as we call it, accelerating positive change in a big way. And now as your host, Alexis Robin, Chief Experience Officer and Co-Founder of P-Link Leadership, I'm here to bring you 10 minutes of insight, theory, and actionable tips to support you on your journey of becoming the best version of yourself. We're often told to play it safe, to be conservative, not to ruffle any feathers, and to fly below the radar at work. Safety is a base need of humans, and we don't all work in safe places. So when my client asked me about how to build professional courage, it got me thinking, what do we need to do to build professional courage? And why is it important? This is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side, and today we're talking about building professional courage. So if you want professional courage, but you don't have it, learning to build it and practicing is going to be important. We need to practice professional courage because if it's not us, who's going to do it? Sometimes we use professional courage for things like asking for a raise or having a difficult conversation with somebody, bringing up something that's a different opinion of everybody else in the room that needs to be said. Sometimes it comes from our values. Somebody may have trespassed on our values or maybe making a choice or asking us to make a choice that's outside of our values. And we need professional courage to lean into so that we can navigate that. If you are one of these people who is playing it safe and don't want to be, or has tended to fly under the radar and you're ready to kind of break out of that and to be more courageous at work, the first recommendation I would have is to know yourself well and to understand your personal values. Now you've heard me talk about values on other shows before, but it's important to think about because our values are a source of courage. They're a source of motivation. They're a source of conviction. And when we are living in alignment with our values, we resonate our energetic field, our energy as leaders resonates with other people. So when you're interacting with somebody who's fully in alignment with their values, their thinking, their feeling, and their doing is all in alignment with their beliefs. They are much more attractive from an energetic standpoint to be connecting with, to be talking to, to be doing work with. And so, um, so we're attracted to that. It's basically integrity. When we're living in alignment with our values, we're living in our own integrity. And that's a very attractive quality of leaders. People want to know that what you say is what you believe in and what you're going to do. So really understanding what do I stand for? There is a great assessment out there called the Via Character Strengths Assessment. It's free or there's a free version of it that you can take. And it ranks all 24 character values in rank order based on where you hold them in high moral regard. And so the ones that float to the top five to six or seven of the 24 uh, character strengths tend to be the things that we value and tend to be that the way we live in the world. So understanding this is important. Some of the values on there are things like zest and enthusiasm or creativity, hope and optimism, bravery, 
gratitude, honesty, prudence, teamwork, perspective, judgment, Uh, All of these things, fairness and justice is another big one. All of these things are morally held values that we can lean into when things get hard. Another reason, in fact, that we want to pay attention to courage at work is that sometimes we need to stand up for someone who can't stand up for themselves, or we need to stand up for what we think is right. Uh, We need to be an ally for somebody who has less power than we do. And so um, understanding our values will help us lean into that. The second thing you want to do to build professional courage is to build self-trust. And Brene Brown has a great inventory for self-trust that I, I really like. It's called Braving. And the acronym stands for Boundaries, Reliability, Accountability, Vault, Integrity, Non-Judgment, and generous assumptions or generosity. So when you think about these seven elements of self-trust, what it means is staying true to your own boundaries, asking yourself, what is my boundary around this? What am I willing to do? Do I have a boundary about working on the weekends? Do I have a boundary about what I will share openly at work? Staying true to that is really important in terms of building your self-trust. If you're constantly moving your boundaries, um, that is going to reduce your self-trust. Being reliable to yourself. If you say you're going to get up and go to the gym, get up and go to the gym. If you say you're not going to get distracted by TikTok during work, then turn your phone off so that you can be dedicated. Accountability. When things go wrong, own your part. If you know that something went wrong, it's really easy to blame somebody else. In fact, it feels pretty good to blame somebody else, but there's no accountability there. And you know that, and you know, when it's you that made the mistake and there's nothing wrong with making mistakes. We do it all the time, but being able to take ownership for that will help to build our self-trust. Staying a vault for ourselves, not sharing everything, not oversharing with people who haven't earned the right to hear our story will build self-trust. Staying in in integrity with our values. That's exactly what I was just talking about before. Um, Doing what is the way that um, Brene Brown talks about it in her books is doing what's right versus what's fun, fast, and easy. Sometimes what's right is having a hard conversation with a colleague. Sometimes what's fast and easy is just whinging or complaining about them to another colleague. Um, But building that self-trust for yourself, staying in integrity with what you truly believe hard to do if you don't know what it is that you truly believe. So you want to do that values assessment to help you find out and identify that, or at least a little self journaling uh, to identify what you stand for. Non-judgment. We can be, some of my clients and um, some of my friends and family members for that matter can be incredibly hard on themselves. And It is really hard to grow and to be courageous if you're constantly beating yourself up for the slightest mistake, Uh, even big mistakes. We all make mistakes. And so um, being in a space of non-judgment, allowing yourself to not know something and not think that you're an idiot because you don't know is a really important part of building self-trust. The, um, the last one is generosity and that's about making generous assumptions. And so you've often heard me talk about making generous assumptions with other people. This is about making generous assumptions with yourself. So, um, 
let's say you forgot something. Your most generous assumption might be that you were working really hard to hold everything together and you just forgot. You were distracted. Um, Your most generous assumption is you're doing the best you can on the four hours of sleep you got the last three nights because you're fighting jet lag. It could be a lot of things, but being kind and generous with yourself versus being critical is a really important part of self-trust. And I think there's no one that deserves your love and your kindness and your non-judgment more than the last thing I would recommend practice. I would recommend for building professional courage is to become a learner. So take failure, compost that failure and learn from it. Really thinking about everything that happens, things go wrong. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to make a misstep with a client. You're going to send the wrong thing to the wrong person. You're going to, you know, accidentally forget a meeting and an an important meeting. Perhaps you're going to show up less prepared than you wish you would have. That happens. So what can you learn from it? Truly learn from it. Is it about setting better time management for yourself in terms of preparation? Is it about making sure that you have a system in place to remind you because you know, you're not going to remember things. That's just how you're built. So you need a system that, that backs you up. If we can learn from each failure, then it is not a loss. It is actually a gain. And the more we fail, the stickier things are that we learn because it stings. It's hard to make a mistake. It's hard to fail. And if you're going to be out there and you're going to be brave at work, you're going to fail sometimes. You're going to have some missteps. You're going to fall on your face. You know, you might ask for a raise and be told no. You might um, bring up something hard in a meeting and people might shut you down. Like that's the reality. But being courageous at work is an important part of driving towards excellence and driving towards good outcomes for your business. There, We don't need a lot of leaders in organizations who are just nodding their heads and smiling and saying yes to everything. That is not a healthy organization. We need leaders who are willing to be courageously authentic, who are willing to stand up and say, I don't actually think that hiring process is fair, or I actually think we should give this person one more try, or I think we should actually have let this person go six months ago, and we're all afraid to do it because they're the boss's niece or something like that. So we want to make sure that we are showing up as our most courageous selves and if not for your organization, for you, when you think about who you want to be, as you move through the world of work, do you want to be somebody who is brave? Do you want to be somebody who put themselves out there, who sought for the truth and brought up things that were hard to discuss, but that were right? Or do you want to be somebody who sits on the sidelines, um, trying to not rock the boat, trying to play it safe and conservative and not ruffle feathers? That's not who I want to be at work. I want to be somebody who's honest. And I would say that um, building professional courage is not about being aggressive or um, being critical. It's about being honest with yourself and saying true to what you honestly believe, to staying true to what's right for the organization and what's right for others and for yourself and practicing that every day in small and big situations. This is Alexis Robin with The Bright Side talking about building professional courage today. Thank you so much for being a listener on the show. We appreciate that you've been around for the last 12 years, or maybe you've been around for the last 12 days, but we sure are glad you're here. And um, 
If you'd like to learn more about our organization, please check out plinkleadership.com. We have a great new plink leadership community where uh, entrepreneurs and people who aren't getting developed in their companies can um, sign up to become members at a really affordable price and continue to drive their own development. So thanks again. We'll see you next time on the bright side. Thank you.